When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Griffin here. None of these scenarios are based on any real-life events. Everything is made up entirely on the spot. Take it away, song! Hi, I'm Griffin, and I'm Steve, and I'm Bones. Oh, you got it in just under the wire there. So close. And this is our precious show, Killed to Death. That's our little baby. It's the Improvised True Crime Podcast. Now, Steve, I bought a coffee maker today from Walmart. That's true. uh, For listeners of the show, that's not a bit. He told me that before the show started. So, uh, so far, deep in reality. Uh, And it inspired us. Uh Uh-huh. To make a list of what goes into a good cup of coffee. How do you make the perfect Mm. cup of coffee? That's right. Steve, what's tip number one? Tip number one is get the funniest mug you can. Oh, Um, yeah. The funnier you are, the funnier your mug should be. Um, If you're using a mug that has nothing on it or it's like just a design that's not a joke, then I think people automatically know you have no personality and you have nothing to say or offer. And... You're just probably not an interesting person to talk to. Whereas if you have a mug that says something cool. Like, yeah, now what does yours say right now? Well, mine says gone pissing. And it's like gone fishing. Yeah. But the, the, it's, like, um, it's like the fish is like Calvin style peeing on a fishing rod because it hates being fished. There's a lot of layers Okay, so to wait. It. Sorry. Oh, so there is a, there's a drawing of, yeah, a little fish there. Yep. Uh, there it ho- is. Holding its wiener. Yeah. Yep. And it's anatomically correct. P- pissing onto a uh, fishing rod that has just kind of lying there on the ground. Someone's discarded it. Yes. Yeah. And I think they don't want to pick it up because it's now covered in fish piss. And it, I guess that is like coffee does make you pee. And so that's where oh, you well. are. That's why you weren't drawn onto the mug because you're currently peeing. <laughs> yeah. I'm gone pissing. So <laughs> I, that's a, I leave that mug lying around places. Um, mug, and if anyone... My- <laughs> My mug says right here, and it's a picture of me standing guard by a fishing rod, docking <laughs> a fish in the mouth. <laughs> Honestly, there's something funny to a mug if it did say, like, if you're reading this, you're I'm drinking this coffee or something. <laughs> That's There's something there. And put it in Drake's font. Does Drake have his own font? Uh, yeah. It's called a Wingdings. <laughs> Steve, uh, my tip for a good cup of coffee, it starts uh, it starts like how a tree starts, from the ground. Okay. <laughs> I thought starts... you were going to say a seed, and I was like, I don't know how you're going to spin that. <laughs> coffee starts with a little seed, and you plant it in the ground, and you come out later, and it's a whole bush of mugs. Full to the brim, and you pluck Full one Full to the off. brim, steaming hot. Yeah. 
that would be nice. And you pluck one uh, off in the morning and you sit on your deck. But what you're saying is that what's important is the good grounds. The good grounds, yeah. What makes a good ground? The roast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and is this like Roast Battles Canada? Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's so a lot like that. You're going to want to say like, you taste like shit. And the co- uh, coffee will say like, oh, I'd like a second opinion. And I'll be like, you're ugly too. Uh, I'm That's the coffee's good. doctor. I think that was probably important to specify beforehand. Well, yeah, people, for listeners they can't see, but you do you put on like kind of a doctor's outfit when you do that particular roast. Yes, it's uh, called a uniform. <laughs> <laughs> Steve, this what's is what they're talking about when they say women love a man in uniform? <laughs> it's your kind of like halloween costume me, of a doctor half-assed doctor costume yeah basically i found a white mean. button-up shirt and i've thrown it over myself and a necklace that i pretend yeah. to listen into <laughs> steve what's tip number three uh yeah let's run this down nice and quick tip number three is if it's um if it's cold it's mold baby which is just just means it's bad it's gone bad um you can't it's undrinkable anymore iced coffee's gross Anything that's colder than piping hot is useless to you. So um, keep it hot. Drink it while it's hot or ditch it. Uh, And uh, tip number four for me, uh, a good cup of coffee starts with water. Mm -hmm. Forget the grounds. It ends with water too. Yeah. (laughs) And for me, it's got to be make sure you add a ton of stuff to it too. Coffee's yucky. Yeah, coffee tastes uh, disgusting and gross no matter what you do with it. Uh, so you can so even do like... Of, uh, put some creamer in there and some flavorful stuff. Some people like to do a cafe mocha, which is like a half hot chocolate, half coffee. Uh, what I'll do is I'll do half hot chocolate and the other half hot chocolate as well, and it's delicious. Mm, that's a good coffee. Steve, would you like to solve a murder? That's exactly what I want to do. The victim. Deputy Mayor Kenneth Brockworth. Found dead. Today's guest, the mayor who found the body. Uh, mayor, hello. Hello, how are you? Uh, I'm doing well, yourself? Yeah, I'm doing okay, except, you know, dead body in my office. Still? Well, yeah, because it just happened. I called you guys first. Oh, wow. And you're, it looks like you're still in the office. Yeah, I'm still in here, you know, just mucking around. Moving things around, <laughs> trying to solve the case. <laughs> trying to hide the dead body. <laughs> Just trying to push it somewhere. I got it in a drawer, but his arm's hanging out. <laughs> Is there something we can call you other than mayor? Do you do you have a name? No, no, no. I just like to identify as the mayor, you know? I've always been called the mayor and kind of eased into the position as I got older. <laughs> so you were called the mayor before being mayor? <laughs> yeah, way to keep up. It's so funny to imagine a baby nicknamed the mayor. <laughs> yep, I was given a little cigar, a nice little bowler hat, and that's what that was me. You were smoking cigars. I was smoking cigars, yeah. Is this yeah. because your uh, one of your parents was the mayor and you were you were born into it? Well, I kind of escaped from a cartoon. Oh, what no, do you mean by kind, kind of? of. <laughs> well, I guess exactly escaped from a cartoon. Oh, uh, I was a mayor in a cartoon and then escaped from it and came into the world. Which cartoon was this? It was like uh, Zoogie and Friends. Uh, it was for uh, four-year-olds. 
And I was a mayor in that show, and I would come in and make big announcements. Usually I was only in it for a few seconds, right. and then I would leave. Present Zugi with, like, the key to the city. Yeah, I'd say, well done, Zugi, you've done it again. <laughs> and everyone would cheer, and that yeah. would be kind of the end of every episode. When he names three blue things. <laughs> yeah, Cloud... Ocean Cloud. and sky. Not blue. <laughs> oh, for one, but I'm not no Zugi. I'm the mayor. <laughs> right. So you escaped from that cartoon. I escaped from the cartoon. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Just well, it was like some sort of scientist attached a box and sucked me out of it. Oh, so you didn't want to be in, in like in the real world. You wanted to stay in the cartoon. I'm fine either way. I'm easy going. I'll, if you want to be the mayor, you take whatever comes to you and you make it work. So, well, so you were a full adult in the cartoon, but then when the, using this machine, it brought you into real life as a baby. Well, I just pretended to be a baby because I was new. I guess you're learning about the world. Lear- you know, learning about the world, and, wandering yeah. into cribs, saying I'm their baby, <laughs> and they'd kind of boot me out. <laughs> So a, a scientist did this. Mm-hmm. A scientist, yeah. You guys don't seem to care about the murder very much. Well, this could all be important. Yeah, this uh, could be important. That's true, that's true. Yeah, the scientist got me out. Yeah, yeah. Did you become familiar with the scientist at all? Uh, no, his name was Dr. Zigo. Uh, Dr. Zigo. Why did he do this? Why did he do it? Well, he was just kind of like trying out things, you know? Um, he tried a lot of things that he saw saw on TV. Like, he wanted to... He really, really liked uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Mm. And so he wanted to do that in real life. I guess instead of, yeah, you you being in Toon World, he wanted a tune in real world. Oh, I guess that's the first half of the movie. Yeah, yeah. He wanted to go back and forth and be, be uh, you mm. know, go to different cartoons, too. Not just mine. Did, did he, he Did he put himself this? in? Yeah, did he get in the TV? Yeah, he did, but he just fucking exploded like went everywhere <laughs> like what show was he in <laughs> ruin oh uh he was in uh doug do you remember the oh, show yeah. doug yeah yeah so he yeah doug. Doug. <laughs> i do remember that one episode of doug where a human pops out of nowhere and explodes he screamed first he screamed for like 20 minutes of that episode as he slowly oh, so expanded. The episode. <laughs> yeah it was a full episode it was the christmas episode which was kind of a bummer <laughs> Wow, so I guess that's why you can't go back, is is the man who invented this. He's gone. No, but I don't really need to go back, because I love being the mayor. Which town are you the mayor of? Toronto! (laughs) We should have known that. Uh, Apologies. Yeah, no worries. No worries. Were you elected? Yeah, I don't remember voting for you. Oh, I don't remember seeing you on the ballot. Oh, I was there. I was at the bottom. (laughs) You probably were just like, well, yeah, I'm voting for the mayor, and so you click on that. Got right. on pretty easily. Oh, yeah, the online voting we did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just click on the mayor section. That must mean me voting for your name. I, you know what? It yeah. pays to have this name. <laughs> What's been your biggest accomplishment, do you think, as mayor? I sold all the hospitals for money. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Toronto has no more hospitals, but you no do hospitals. have money. I have a lot of money. Sometimes I Scrooge McDuck in my money, and everyone says, Mayor, stop doing that. People won't like it. And I say, that's my job to worry. Do you still have, like, cartoon abilities? Like, can you 
do that functionally like like swimming in money for example like can you do things that only cartoons could do yeah i could do some cartoon things sometimes my eyes bug out when i see something exciting Mm. um sometimes if there's like a a delicious treat nearby i float in the sky as i sniff (laughs) it now are you we should be able to see this but i'll just ask it uh are you currently a cartoon yeah, I'm kind of like a cartoon. I look like 3D animation a little bit because mm. I'm in the 3D world, but I am looking like a cartoon. I'm like two feet tall, a uh, bowler hat. Uh, I only wear pants that go to my neck. Uh, <laughs> I'm wide. So it looks like you. It looks like you've been squashed. Yeah, I look like I've been squashed, but I always say if you get squashed, it means that you've been through some things and deserve to be mayor. You always say that? Always say it. Comes up a lot of conversation. You might not believe me, but what are we talking about right now? That's true. We did ask. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about Deputy Mayor Kenneth Brockworth. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. One of my best friends. How how is a deputy mayor selected? Like, do you just get to choose, or does, like, someone run separately as a deputy mayor? I'm not sure how that works. Oh, great question. I sit in a big wooden chair with four planks, and I get four studly men to carry me around town as I look at the populace and decide, who will be my deputy? Usually along Spadina, you know, between the uh, streetcar tracks. And uh, I see people, and I go, you! And he was really tall, and so I picked him. (laughs) How tall was Kenneth? Kenneth was like five foot eight or something. Wow. Compared to a squashed man, that's pretty tall. Yeah, I tried to pick Delano Banton, uh, but he said, I have other things to do. Oh, and he was right. He was right. He plays for the um, the basketball team. Please you don't You should know them. what that's called. I should know, but let me tell you, when you're a mayor, oh, these hospitals ain't going to sell themselves. <laughs> so you saw Kenneth standing huge at 5'8". You said, yep. you, I want you to be my deputy mayor. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. And then he said yes. I mean, presuming. yeah. He said yes right away. He said, "Thank God, thank God, thank God, thank God." Oh, he needed this. He said, "Give me somewhere safe. Hide me, hide me, hide me." <laughs> Interesting. How long ago was this? Oh, like five hours ago. <laughs> like this is earlier today. And in Did- that time, he became your best friend. <laughs> yeah, he's my best friend. <laughs> I make best friends really fast. One of you two is my best friend, and I'll tell at the end of the episode. So make sure everyone keeps listening if you want to know who oh, my best good, friend very is. Nice. Wow, yeah, you're good at that. You were in a show. You understand how to keep people watching. Oh, yeah. I'd always say the key's going to look pretty good this episode and wink at the camera. You'd pop up <laughs> in the corner of the screen. Yeah, <laughs> and I'd remind people. I'd be like, yeah. just polishing the key. <laughs> You'll see me in this key later. Clouds yeah. are blue. Goodbye. <laughs> Cl- yeah, yeah. I, I would say wrong things a lot. Misleading children. Gotta keep them dumb if you want them to learn. And this show is just for four-year-olds? Four-year-olds, three-and-a-half-year-olds, four-and-a-half-year-olds, but that's okay. it. Okay, so like a range. Yeah. yeah, usually like the day you turn four, and that's that's our target audience. <laughs> so you start every episode with like, happy, happy birthday? birthday. <laughs> yeah, happy birthday. We do the full birthday song, uh, we sing it again at the end, and then before every commercial break. <laughs> 
So what did you spend your five hours today with Kenneth doing? Well, he just said, get me off the streets, get me off the streets. And I was like, you don't like the sun, do you? And he said, sure, sure, whatever, just get me off the streets. And so I put an umbrella over his head because I thought maybe he was allergic. Uh, but he was like, this umbrella is too giant and comical because it had all these faces on it and, and played music. And so he didn't like so my like umbrella. like the top of a merry-go-round? Yeah! <laughs> wow, you really nailed that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty fun. Pretty fun uh, thing to do. And so we got into my office, and then he just started rummaging through my drawers saying, I need a gun. I need a gun. Do you have a gun? I said, I don't know. I don't know what that is. You don't know what oh, a gun yeah. is. You're from a kid's show, I guess. I'm from a kid's but show, But he is yeah. the mayor. Mm, true. <laughs> yeah. I am the mayor. Yeah. So how long, how long, how long have you, have been, you mayor? been mayor? Yeah. How long have I been mayor? Um, about eighty years. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and you've never guns has never come up. Do you, are they supposed to come up? Uh, I mean, I guess not supposed to. Maybe that's good. They're not coming up. Oh, oh, you mean oh, guns? Yeah, I know guns. Whenever, whenever someone gives me a gun, I always put a little flower in it and say, <laughs> that you don't need to do that. Are people Aww. giving you guns a lot? Yeah, people give me guns. They're like, let me annex this park or I'll gun you. And I say, you don't need to do that. And then they give me a bag of money and the <laughs> park's theirs. Yeah, you don't need to threaten me. Just buy it. Yeah, that's so dumb. Why would you want to shoot me when you can just give me $50 and get whatever you want? Oh, you're selling parks for 50 bucks. <laughs> yeah, you want one? <laughs> yeah, sure. All right, Trinity Bellwoods. What's your name? My name's Steve. <laughs> All right, I'm going to put Steve Goofball on the contract. <laughs> oh, it's official, too. Wow. <laughs> it's official, yeah. All right, I'll e-transfer you. Thank you. Kenneth was rummaging around through your drawers looking for a gun. Mm-hmm, yep. and, and this is how you spent most of the time there. But this is in most your... of the time. I tried learning, um, you know the bongos? Yes, I know the bongos. Yeah, I was playing those for a little bit. Boy, it really made him mad. <laughs> <laughs> kind of would set a cool scene, though. Like, might keep tempo with the rummaging. That's what I was saying, you know? But he wasn't in for it. He was against it. Hmm. <laughs> Now, at some point, I guess, did you leave the office? Yeah, yeah, I went for my daily, uh, I I go up to the window and I look out and I open it up and I go, People of Toronto, what's going on today? (laughs) Oh, it's like a king addressing the the crowd almost. Yeah, a king or a pope or best yet, a mayor. (laughs) (laughs) And what was going on? How did they all respond in unison? Yeah, no one was there. And so then I got all my bed sheets, tied them up in a, in a little knots, and then went down onto the street and walked around for a little bit. Do you sleep hmm. in this office? I sleep in the office. I do my work. When you're a mayor, you're working 24 hours a day. I also don't wow. sleep. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, in cartoon, you might not have to sleep at all. I didn't. Yeah. Do you I have to eat or drink? To the bed and, sorry? Do you eat or drink? Oh, yeah. I eat, I eat mostly cigarettes. <laughs> and I uh, drink a nice cup of wine sometimes, maybe some bourbon, hmm. some things that I enjoy to drink. I'm a classy guy. I'm a 1940s cartoon, so I do all sorts of things you wouldn't necessarily expect. 
I'm excited for that to come up. <laughs> <laughs> so you left and you went for your daily stroll. Mm-hmm. Waving at people, shaking hands, kissing babies, making sure I'm seen about town. You come back to the office. I come back to the office, and wouldn't you know it, he's there, bleeding all over his body, still completely alive. He's still say, alive. Still alive, not even close to dead yet. I say, what's going on? He said, oh, I'm just, I thought maybe a gun was in my body. He started ripping open his body. <laughs> oh, he did that <laughs> yeah, to it himself. Was, it, it wasn't normal. Wasn't normal. But I don't judge, you know. And did he say what what he needed the what did he say what he needed the gun for? Did he ever mention, you know, if he was running from someone, he was scared of someone. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was scared of a enormous dawn. Enormous dawn, right? Mm-hmm, enormous dawn. Uh, tall, tall, tall guy, really tall. How tall? Should have picked think? him for deputy mayor. I should have. He uh, he's seven foot one. Oh, okay. So yeah, really tall. Yeah, really tall. He could play for our unnamed basketball team. No, no, his team has the name, and it's the Mean Guys. <laughs> he, oh, so he does play for a team. Yeah, he plays for the Scarborough Mean Guys. <laughs> they get everywhere by like snapping. They snap. Yeah, yeah. They have sometimes they are they're all on cross country skis when they show up for the game. That's oh. mean, I guess. Sure, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, very mean. You know, even if it snows, you can't outrun them. He he had rummaged through his body looking for a gun. It wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And then I exited the building, and as I was leaving again, because I, I wanted to go out and see if there were any newspapers, and so I went out and... Uh, just anywhere? W- just anywhere, you know. I like reading all the big Toronto newspapers. Now Magazine, I Magazine, the Toronto Star, Toronto Sun... Metro, uh, the, the, go- the the great the great paper of the north, all the all the good ones. And as I was leaving, 20, 30 different guys were asking about him, saying, "Is he is Brock's up there? Is Brock's up there? I want to I want to give him the business." And I said, "Business <laughs> hours are nine to five, and it's one p.m. So head on up." <laughs> were these mean guys? Oh they, yeah, these oh, were the Scarborough yeah, mean guys. They skied oh, up into yeah. the building. There, them. There were some other local basketball teams: uh, Mississauga Monsters, uh, the uh, Etobicoke uh, Egalitarians, uh, the um, uh, uh, Whitby Wampers. All sorts of bad guys. And the they, Oshawa Oh Nos. <laughs> they all filed into City Hall. Filed in, single file. My secretary did a good job making sure that they were all checked in properly. Got their fingerprints, pictures, all sorts of things. Oh, that seems helpful. Now, you would think so. But it's but, not. Well, I've been I've been trying to, to get him out of this drawer, so I've been trying to stuff things in in order to pop him out. So I popped in all my files and all the things that she had rocked. I think it's pretty... Pretty moogled right now. <laughs> so you moogled the evidence. I might have read- moogled some of the evidence, yeah. Okay. But okay. don't worry, I'm using a lot of Windex and cleaning it all up. <laughs> Spraying the papers. Just into the drawer. <laughs> into the drawer all over the place. So you saw all these guys file in. Mm-hmm. And now clearly you're back in the office. What happens when you return? 
Were they still Is there? Is it okay if I leave and take a quick bath for an hour? If if I do? <laughs> yeah. No, if I leave, to, I want to take a bath. Uh, you know what? Sure, we're uh, we're nearing the break, anyways. Yeah, we can have you leave for an hour. You can take a bath. Oh. When we come back, hopefully, we can figure out uh, what's happened to Deputy Mayor Kenneth Brockworth. Yeah, I like taking a big bath. back on our ooh, our precious little show kill to death we're coddling we lo- it we love doing this don't we steve yeah we love it and it's our passion and it's our first love and it'll always be our love we love we love you yeah we love i love you. hot dogs and we are of course still here with the mayor the mayor how mm-hmm. was your bath it was pretty good. Um, I put filled it with bubbles. Um, I had a nice cigar and a nice box of cigarettes. Now, you, of course, were zapped into our dimension by a scientist, Dr. Zigo. Uh, yeah. This would have been 80 years ago when you yeah. were on the cartoon show. Uh, what was his name? Is it Zor- Zorgi and Friends? Zugo. Yep. You- Z- Zugi. 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 <laughs> you were on the show Zugi and Friends uh, Zugi at and playing friends. the mayor. Playing the mayor, yep. You would come in to reward him for getting the games right. This is, of course, a show for four-year-olds specifically on their birthday. <laughs> yes. Not before or after. Doesn't make any sense if you watch it any other time. Zigo put you in the real world. He went into the cartoon world uh, and went into an ep- the Christmas episode of <laughs> Doug where he screamed for 20 minutes and exploded. Mm-hmm. He is no more. Yeah, it took him another 50 years before he tried putting himself into a cartoon. <laughs> well, it's way more difficult. You can take any oh, yeah. cartoon out of a TV, but to put yourself into one, that's a, that's a feat. He kept calling me every once in a while saying, I think I'm going to explode if I go in. And I say, live your truth. Uh, but he was right. He must have been pretty old at that point as well. Uh, no, he had a serum that kept him young. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. It's a shame he went into Doug and died. Yeah, well, it was pretty tough on Doug, Skeeter, and the the green friend, and I think Mayonnaise, gir- Mayonnaise Lady, the fourth member of Doug, Patty yeah, Mayonnaise. Man- mayonnaise Lady. Mayonnaise Lady, yeah. You yeah, got yeah. it. Uh, yeah, it was tough on them, just emotionally. Sure, yeah, there was a few episodes of them afterwards just kind of struggling yeah. to comprehend. Yeah, I had cleaning up. <laughs> Um, but once you were in the real world, uh, again, 80 years ago, everyone clicked mayor uh, when they voted, and you were elected mayor of Toronto. Yep, it's been a fun time. You've sold our hospitals for money. That's your greatest accomplishment. But you've also My sold parks. <laughs> you've also sold uh, parks uh, instead of being threatened with guns, which is what people will approach you with, uh, but you'll just stick a flower in, and they'll happily pay $50. Wow, you really got it all figured out. <laughs> then, oh, no, there's recap. more. There's more. <laughs> there's more? <laughs> oh, yeah. The way you choose a deputy mayor <laughs> is four men will carry you around on a big wooden chair. Or is it yep, planks? Their names are Fee, Fi, Fo, and Thumb. Fee, and Fi, thumb? Fo, Thumb. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, you were being carried right down Spadina, choosing a new deputy mayor. You found a tall man who was 5'8". 
Uh, mm-hmm. You said, you, you're deputy mayor. He said, I don't care. Just get me off the fucking street. You mm-hmm. put an umbrella over his head. This was five hours ago. Since then, he's mm-hmm. been in your office rummaging around looking for a gun. You've mostly been playing the bongos. <laughs> I also went for a couple of walks. Yes. <laughs> That's true. You went for walks. You returned. He had ripped open his own body uh, looking for a gun. There was none to be found, but he was still very much alive. Mm-hmm. Then uh, you leave again. Uh, a bunch of men, including basketball teams like the Scarborough Mean Guys uh, with their player Enormous Dawn, they were there. <laughs> They wanted to get into City Hall. You said, sure, it's business hours, 1 p.m. I have an open-door policy. They all go in on their skis. They sign in with reception. Luckily, they did fingerprints and mugshots. Uh, unluckily, uh, those have now been all moogged up. Yeah, classic case of the evidence getting moogged. Um, crap, what else, Steve? Uh, um, no, I think that's that's pretty well exactly it. You wish that you got Delano Banton to be your deputy mayor. I uh, did, I did. But unfortunately, he had other plans. No, I think that absolutely covers it. These are, these are the important facts, and um, most importantly, I think I'm suspicious of Enormous Dawn. The guy oh, wow! Seven what? What? Because he's tall? What on I, earth, Griffin? I remember I had a question. Um, uh, right mm-hmm. before your bath. <coughs> Excuse uh, me. W- choking on a cigar- cigarette. <laughs> oh, you're swallowing them whole. Yep. Okay, sorry you were saying. I'm, I'm what? When you returned to the office, were the gentlemen still there? Uh, No, they were all gone. All gone, but the body uh, of Kenneth was there. Was there, yeah. Mm. Yeah. And was your bed sheet still hanging out the window all tied together? Because that's a pretty easy uh, exit. Oh, wow. Yeah. You think he exited that way? They could have. I mean, you did it. I did it. Let me take a look. Let me take a look. Okay, bed sheet. Uh... <laughs> See if they're still climbing oh. down. Oh, yeah. There is a guy. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. Oh. Oh. No, he left. He left. He did not want to talk to me. Aw. Did you get a good look at him? Nope. Didn't look at him, really. (laughs) (laughs) What was the condition of his body? Was there anything that suggested what did this? Yeah, there was um, gunshots, bullet holes. Gunshots um, and bullet holes. And bullet holes, yeah, yep. Holes of entry of a bullet. Um... (laughs) And several other things. A knife smarks. Um, mm. And also uh, one huge cannonball on his head. <laughs> on his head? Or did it like crushed his head? No, his skull held up. Supporting the cannonball, which must have weighed 200 to 300 pounds. <laughs> it's like someone had delicately like balanced it on top of his head. I don't know. I couldn't get it off of his head. I kept shaking his head, but it would just stay... Per- Perfectly, I mean, it must have been a perfect sphere. Wow, so someone really wanted him dead. Oh, yeah. Yeah, someone wanted him smushed. But they had to, I guess they tried the cannonball and then did the rest. Now, there's a knock at your mayoral door. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah, who could that be? Let me open the door. Oh, I can't Steve, reach. Steve, good of yours. Can't reach. 
I can't reach the door. How do you dog. normally get out? Oh, I, I get my sheet. deputy to do it. I'll call my secretary. All right, give me a minute. Give me a minute. Da, 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 da. Rotary phone. It's going to be a while. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Someone just walked in. They opened it themselves. V five fofum. It's my favorite piles of gum. V five fo and thumb. That's us. Oh, you gentlemen have a big chair. It's here for you, sir. Oh, thank have you very much. Ah, uh, my favorite boys. Who? Which? Which one am I speaking to right now? I am thumb. I am You're- fee. I am foe. You're not speaking to one of them. Yeah, Fi doesn't talk. You know that, sir. I know that, because me and you are best friends. <laughs> wow, we are? Yeah. Is that yeah, because of yeah, the grizzly yeah. murder? No, because I'm best friends with you. You could have the key to the city. Oh. I'm sorry? You're giving you us the, the key to the city? Yes, please. <laughs> Wait. Yes, please. You're giving it to us, or you want us to go get it? Absolutely, yes. If you can. Does the key to the city actually open anything? Opens every door in the city. Mm-hmm. And also, if you're holding it, you can see everyone naked. <laughs> Is that Zugi cannon? <laughs> you know you're Zugi. <laughs> At the end of every episode, you'd get the key and go, Oh, no! <laughs> Uh, sorry, gentlemen, we're, we're talking about the grizzly murder. You say you already know about it? Yes, we were called. We were told not to come in. By who? Well, by you. Oh, okay. Yeah, he said, there's been an incident. Don't bother coming in today. I won't be going for my tour. But then, we, I had an idea. Yeah, I had the idea, actually. No, it was me who had the idea. No, I had the idea. You're right, sir. It was your idea. (laughs) Is that we, of course, today of all days is the day we most of all need to come in. A new deputy mayor needs to be appointed. Mm. We brought the chair. Yeah, you, you gentlemen would have been there when Kenneth was chosen. That's right. What a glorious day that was. This morning. (laughs) Do you remember the state he was in when you fi- when you first found him on Spadina Avenue? Because we're, we're assuming it, he was running from something. I would describe it as paranoid and terrified. Me too. I would describe him as flesh-colored and goofy. <laughs> he was very silly. Kind of in the way he kept looking behind him and screaming, They're coming. They're coming. There he is. I know it's him. Pretty fun. Right, probably talking about Enormous Dawn. Mm. Yep, yep, probably. Could have been. I thought he was afraid of the streetcar. I know I am. (laughs) Yeah, we hate it because we have to be in the center of Spadina, but there's streetcars that come back and forth, and we almost get hit every time. Mayor, I don't mean to overstep, nor do I. No, no, step away. What if you sold the streetcars for cash? (gasps) Sell them for for cash? All right, let me get on the phone. Do you, oh, hello, Slim Jonesy? You want some streetcars? Yeah, that'll do. All right, I just made 20 bucks. 
Excellent. We take our position very seriously here, but sometimes, as you can see, the mayor is very generous and, and lets us pitch ideas. Yep, I'm an egalitarian. Oh, just like the, uh, I don't know, one of the, one of the Etobicoke? Etobicoke's, yeah. <laughs> and we're four brothers. Oh, you're brothers. Yeah, from birth. How did you guys get into this uh, line of work? Well, I don't want to say, but um, we're not supposed to say, but is anyone listening? Uh, barely. Okay, so basically, <clears throat> we used to carry around pharaohs and kings back in the day, and then we had a curse put on us to live forever. So the jobs became less and less, but then... When this cartoon mayor popped out, we knew, because we'd seen the show, that that was a job for us. So, technically, we've lived forever, um, and we're very good at hoisting. Right, I guess that is a position that, that has kind of uh, lasted through the ages. It got out of fashion for a little bit, but then when a cartoon mayor came out and pretended to be a baby and then was eventually mayor, became mayor of Toronto, we knew this was the perfect opportunity for us. Everything he says is true. Thank you, Mayor. See, he's so supportive of us. Yes, supportive. I told you so. Here's a quarter, guys. Go get some candy. <gasps> Hurrah! Shall we take the chair, sir? Yeah. You don't mind if we continue this interview on the streets, do you? No, not at all. All hop, right. Hop in, sir. Hoist! 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 Hey, Oh my god, oh, so high on the... (laughs) Onto the streets! God, I, of course, am following behind. I've got Mike and Mariana carrying me from the Sonar Network. Thank you. Oh, Mike Bonjardi, that guy knows his podcasts. <laughs> Carrying me in my office chair right behind you. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm curious about, obviously, Enormous Don. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I think he clearly did this, or at least orchestrated it with the other gentlemen. Oh, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I could see that. Why? Yeah. Why was he after Kenneth? Well, here's the thing. Uh, Kenneth apparently uh, had um, was a bit of a Casanova around town, if you know what I mean. Mm, we know, sir. Mm-hmm. Like to smooch and booch, if you know. When, but I was only interested in the wives of terrifying men. <laughs> so y- it you was think, his thing. You think there was an affair with Mrs. Dawn? We know. Oh there yeah, was a yeah. Thing. Mrs. Dodd, he also slept with Mrs. Georges Saint-Pierre as well. He played for the Oshawa O'Nos. Oh <laughs> yeah, it was also an acclaimed UFC fighter. But, that's but that was before. Important. That was before, yeah, that was before. <laughs> well, well, that's pretty cut and I, dry. I guess it's solved. <laughs> but we still need to pick a new deputy mayor. Sir, That's true. anyone catching your eye? Well, I really like the sounds of this griffin guy. Okay, well, don't don't reveal best friend yet. Oh, no. if I reveal best friend, we have to end the episode. 
That's okay. I think we're close to that regardless. <laughs> really? You don't think we could flesh this out for another 25 minutes? What, what do you look for in a deputy mayor? I look for panache, strength, virility, um, an ability to communicate to the real people of the streets. I, ha- I have strength and I am virile. Unfortunately, no panache. No panache? I disagree. Your mustache screams, I don't care what anyone thinks. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Well, I- I'm going to have to pass. I'm obviously busy, busy, busy with this podcast. Oh, understandable, my friend. Well, <laughs> tune in next week on Kill to Death when we solve another another murder. I want to thank Zach Aaron for our theme song, Brady Schumer for our art. Uh, if you want to have gas online, you can uh, like Kill to Death on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter, K2D Pod. If you have a suggestion for a murder, you can email Kill to Death Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, now is a good time for you, I think, to reveal your best friend. My best friend is you! The listener. I thought you said it was us. Yes, Sorry, you told us guys. all it was us. Easy come, easy go. And so here is the key to the city. Please close your eyes if you don't want to see everyone around you naked. Yes, closing your eyes prevents that. Oh, you mean you literally see them? I thought for a second you meant you see visions of them naked. <laughs> no, no, everywhere you look, the people ah. around you are naked. Although, if you get the special key, then yes, every person you've ever met's naked body flashes before your eyes. <laughs> or anyone you ever will meet. Oh, yeah, it's a, it's one hell of a key. Well, do you have anything people should check out? Yep, you can check Zugi on uh, CP24. <laughs> That's the channel on your dial. And what... Off the air in 1947, but if you have a time machine and a little bit of fun, you can catch it then. Also, please only watch if you're four years old exactly. But you can also catch Matt McCready on Zoogie! He plays the tall guy who wanders in and goes, I'm tall! Zoogie sounds awesome. Honestly, I don't know why it got canceled and banned in most countries. Uh, All right, well, we are exiting the plug section unless you have anything else. Nope, who gives a shit, man? Let's get drunk! Keep your stick on the ice. Hell yeah, baby. Killed to Death is produced and recorded by Steve Cook and Griffin Toplitsky and is a proud part of the Sonar Network. Music by Zach Aaron. Art by Brady Schumer. Special thanks to Mike Mangiardi, Katie Lure, and Tom Shank. Please follow and like Killed to Death wherever you can so the boys know how to value their worth as human beings. has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.